Hey! What's the matter with your mouth? Hey guys! Yeah, yeah, we both lost it. Welcome to another installment of the MCU Rewatch. Cole's back. Hi guys, I am. I have returned. Cole, my 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 MCU fan here in the Gazebo Effect family. Man, we we suffered through some Iron Man three last week. We did, uh, but we are back for what a relief. It yes, <laughs> the saving grace of one of the saving graces of Phase two, which is Guardians of the Galaxy. It really kind of saved them from that sinkhole they were going down. Even though originally it came out after Winter Soldier, this was nice. I really, True. I really needed something to pick me up. Because I won't lie, Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 was was a suffer to get through on the rewatch. Because it's just, they're not movies I go out of my way to rewatch. I mean, those are more like sick day movies where you're like halfway there, halfway not. That's the only time I've seen Green Lantern was a sick day. It's the last time I watched Captain Marvel. <laughs> I heard Captain Marvel was good. Captain Marvel yeah. was good. Payoff wasn't. I, I hope the payoff on Captain Marvel 2 is better. Yes. Man. Guardians 1. Such an obscure property from, I mean, from Marvel. I mean, there was an original one from the, I want to say, 70s. But that's not even the lineup that's in this movie. No. The lineup in this movie is from post-2000. So and it's not even the current lineup. It's not even the current lineup, no. So it's it, it, it's just a weird era yeah. that they pulled this from. But probably the most popular lineup of the team, the most entertaining, was Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, Gamora, and Drax. It's interesting that... We'll talk about this more for sure, but this movie is so different from Avengers 1 and so many ways. And it works with a whole lineup and they're mm -hmm. all brand new characters and it works it out pretty well. There's there's at least one little little problem I had with this uh, movie, but it's not like a big thing at all. This movie's just really enjoy. It's really, really easy to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And the second one too, we're talking about both of them. It's a twofer. We're doing... You sure? It's a, it's a twofer. Oh my goodness. As in, we're going to be talking about one and two. If we have to say it, um, I'll say volume one. Even though that's not the title, just so they know we're talking mm -hmm. about the first one. Man, the beginning of this movie is... It's, it's full on up 
Oh yeah. It's the up effect. It's so sad. It, it really is. I just, I can't imagine being, what, what is he, eight? Yeah. And being orphaned. And then being, grandpa just pushes him out of the way, like, stay out of here, son. Yeah. I mean, we were so, I was so mad about that. Because I feel like that's not, maybe that, I mean, that's what they tell you to do, but. He was definitely, that- but he definitely shouldn't have left him and gone <laughs> back into the room. Not, not no. the right thing to do. It at was all. the 80s. They, 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 they do what they want. <laughs> I don't think throwing around it was the 80s. <laughs> excuse, given that we were both born after 1996. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's just. And it made me really mad that she's dying for no reason, which we didn't find out till the second one. Oh, yeah. So mean. I guess that has to be so traumatic for him too, because mm-hmm. he's fighting with kids at school and all this stuff. And I didn't realize squish that too. He didn't, didn't do nothing. Didn't do nothing. Yes, <laughs> southern accent that barely comes out at all. Ever he again. Has, he kind of has a little bit of a from Missouri. From Missouri, that's all I know. Which, by the way, it's Missouri. Mm-hmm. If he was from Missouri, he would say Missouri. Oh yeah, I'm pretty certain. But Missourians, please attack me. I open, I open the challenge. <laughs> I'm open to the challenge. But it's, yeah, it's so sad. And, and he, but he has his, I mean, his mother's like a beautiful woman and she goes straight, pretty much straight to this with tumor. Straight to death. Yeah. I mean, and she was it could have been very. She wasn't that old either when no, she died. I mean, maybe in her 30s. Which is not No long. older than Star-Lord is at the beginning of this mm-hmm. movie. But it's so interesting because he gets like abducted by aliens and then immediately it's come and get your love. Yeah. They set such a serious tone. I don't think that was the one thing I wasn't prepared for the first time I saw this was the trailers made it look like it was going to be a comedy. But then it literally starts and so dark and just sets that tone. And then boom, he's acting funny. He's dancing. Dancing. On a terrible abandoned planet. (laughs) And then there's just the big letters. Yeah. I that's love the big letters. The that's pr- on cue at that. That's the biggest thing that stands out for me when I remember seeing this movie for the first time. It was so good. It was it threw me off because the other movies tried to do comedy and it didn't always work. No. Or mostly didn't work. The last two movies, I mean. But this one is meant to be a comedy from the get-go and I... It really succeeds at that. The second one's even more of a comedy. Yes, I agree. Like, so many jokes in the second one. But it does so well that I love the opening title. We should take a second to talk about the casting for this movie. I said it last week with Luke, but one of the choices for Star-Lord, there were so many that were going for this role. Or at least were looked at for this mm-hmm. role. But Zachary Levi was one of the ones that was really looked at. And he didn't get it. And it's okay because he got to Sam and he went through some depression after that, but he's come back from it to being some kind of advocate for that. But that's just harsh. Mm-hmm. And there's the guy from um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I know he was in the runnings for it. The only guy I know from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. So, although that would be very entertaining. Well, I don't it's know. good Danny DeVito didn't get started <laughs> because he's playing Spider Man, of course. Oh, I want to see him play Wolverine. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Okay. Patience. 
good things will come to those who wait. Or the baby Thanos that uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider who was in Guardians of the Galaxy carries around. What? Have you not seen that? No. Yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider carries around baby Thanos. No. It, it makes no sense. I don't even know anything about Cosmic Ghost Rider, really. It's I do same. love Ghost Rider, though. Mm. It's, a great it's, it's the same as Ghost Rider, just in space. He's got a helmet on, and there's flames in the helmet. That must be very suffocating. But it seems like the really... I mean, they, the voiceover casting is different. But in person, in the movie, the only really big knockout-of-the-park actors they got were Zoe Zaldana as mm-hmm. the Mora. And then, I guess the collector, but he was already cast before this movie yeah. was made. And then Lee Pace, I guess. But even that, Lee Pace wasn't. He's not a massive, massive actor. No. Since since then, he he has gotten a lot bigger roles, uh, like we talked about the Hobbit. Well, and the Hobbit Lincoln. doesn't count because he was in Lord of the Rings. Yes, he was. Oh, he was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think he was. I think he's the, I'm pretty sure he's the tell the letters Gandalf, or I would like to speak to him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can only say that line and sing the song. <laughs> but I don't think that's even how, that's even pretty much how he says it though. Yeah. On the rewatch, which I watched it a little bit ago. Anyway, yeah. Lee Pace is the guy that plays Ronan the Accuser. Just throwing that out there, because why would people know that? No, we know that. Zoe Zaldana is amazing as Gamora, but Chris Pratt was just Parks and Recreation. He had done a few other things, which I've actually <clears throat> seen some of the stuff he did before Star-Lord. He's so funny. <laughs> like, there was... But they were trying to, like... You said they were trying to, like, CGI off his weight or something. I think that that's one thing that I read, was that they were... If he couldn't lose the weight in time for filming, they would CGI off the weight. Oh, my gosh. Because they thought he was that funny for the role. It's interesting because there's so many things with James Gunn, especially with the the quarantine, that he would just, he'd be like, ask me anything. And they would ask him stuff, not that specifically that I remember, but he'd be like, like, was it this, 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 and you had this conversation? He goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) You'd hear like a hundred stories and be like, oh, this is the, he explains it a little bit, then he goes, no. And then he has the next question. That's one director that I'd like to meet. I, he's, he seems like he'd be a fun guy to be around. It's really sad. The choices that some of the choices that he's made Mm -hmm. for those of you listeners that don't know, before this movie, he did a lot of raunchy movies. Very, I've seen like his, his first film. It was a short is absolutely disgusting. And I can't believe I watched that. Not just once, but multiple times, because I had to show other people. <laughs> and I think a lot of directors have some kind of beginning like that. But yeah, he was, he did Super, which I haven't seen. Have no. you seen it? Mm-mm. That's the one where Dwight is a vigilante and he says, shut up, crime. Oh my gosh. No, I've never even heard of that. Oh, he fights people with a wrench. <laughs> I guess it's pretty funny. Okay. I also heard it wasn't good at the same time. And then Scooby-Doo. He did Scooby-Doo, correct. But Scooby-Doo was before Super. But yeah. But yeah, he came into Guardians and just knocked it out of the park, Guardians 2. But he, yeah, he did some tweets that were really, really bad a while ago. But it's, he's coming, it's, Guardians 1 and 2 is really him coming out of that and 
moving on to something better he's making become a better person yeah making something better of himself yeah worthwhile he wants to tell he's telling these great stories and i was really mad that disney like fired him disney is not i don't remember what was said the other but like they've fired people for less well they they should have fired other people for less they should But he's coming back for Guardians 3. But it's interesting because a lot of the Guardians movies and Endgame did this too, where, and Infinity War and Endgame did this too, where Rocket is kind of a parallel to James Gunn. Mm. That's what he's kind of pushing for with all these movies. So he said Guardians 3 is going to be the end of that storyline where Rocket is just abrasive. He's a, he's a butthole, <laughs> to put it bluntly. I mean... Not to get too ahead of ourselves, but uh, Guardians 2 did a really good job at that. Yeah, yeah. He really got into that. And so I think that's just the direction that they're going. Groot and Rocket are both voiced over by Vin Diesel, who did amazing. Mm -hmm. He did in different languages, which we love. Yeah, yeah. He's put a lot of work into it. And then Bradley Cooper's Rocket, which... He's amazing as Rocket. He was great at that voice. He's a great actor in general, and I wish that he was in more stuff. Yeah. Something I, wa- I said while we were watching this was, so Sean Gunn is in mm-hmm. this movie. He's Kraglin. Yes. Um, for the sec- in the second one, he's the guy that gets the arrow at the end, and he ends up helping Yondu. He's like, Captain? <laughs> Captain. He does all of the motion capture for Rocket. And he does the voice acting in the scene. Like he, so they do every scene that Rocket is in, which is crazy how much work they put in. But he does, they do a scene with Sean Gunn in a motion capture suit. Then they do another scene without him there at all. And I think they like do another shot where they do, like they might have to do a third one sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you looking up? This, uh, the picture that I was telling you about. Oh, okay. There's where he's in CG in the CGI costume. No. There's a shot where he's like, oh, there's a <laughs> shot where Drax is petting Sean Gunn in the motion capture shoot. That's great. I love that. But no, there's a shot where all the Avengers are walking in Endgame. They're doing that like epic walk to the quantum teleporter, and there's Sean Gunn. He's just like walking on like his <laughs> knees but he's he's walking on his feet but he's like so low to the ground it's awesome it's great i live for it <laughs> just kidding but yeah i almost wish that we just got his voice because he's a he's a good actor and i would love to see more of him i'm glad he's gonna be in suicide squad because mm-hmm. james gunn's doing another suicide squad guys and it may come out one day eventually yeah maybe so Stop begging for another cut of Suicide Squad because we're going to get another Suicide Squad movie that's surely better. Hopefully. It's going to be better. Yes. I have all hope. Just the list of actors that we don't even know what characters they're playing is very extensive and they've got a lot of talent. It's basically all of James Gunn's friends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And John Cena's in there, too. Anyway, we're not talking about Guardians at all. We're talking about the DC Guardians of the Galaxy, sort of. Except Marvel actually does have a Suicide Squad, but no one cares about Thunderbolts. So. Oh, not the Thunderbolts. I like some of their comics. Yeah. When Bucky's leading the team, that's really great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you think of the CGI in this movie? I think, obviously, the two big ones, or the two big CGI things were um, Groot and Rocket. Yeah. And I really appreciated the intricacy that they put into Groot. I would say the same for Rocket. With the even even the- though, as the movies progress, I noticed that his CGI progressively gets better and he looks more realistic. I would say Groot goes the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Not the baby, no, not baby Groot, but Teen Groot. Teen Groot is just really fake looking. Yes, I just have to say it. I'm not a huge fan of him. No, he had some funny laughs though, and I would, I don't want Teen Groot back for Guardians Three. I'd like mm-hmm. another Groot of some size or form. Midlife Crisis, maybe Groot? that would be funny. <laughs> But there's some really good CGI. Thanos is different from when he was in Avengers. Yeah. And He's also, kind of closer to his, his best form, which is Infinity War. Yes. Game, which is just Josh Brolin <laughs> with a big chin. <laughs> but yeah, he's okay. He's, he sits in a chair, as Thor says in the that one one-shot. I guess mm-hmm. it's not one-shot, but it's really funny. Thanos doesn't like standing up. <laughs> doesn't like standing up oh my gosh i don't i don't remember that one. Oh, it's the um it's the between it's like thor's civil war and he's hanging out oh it's the, it's the shots yes thor now he's living in australia now just, i remember that one thanos is good it's a it kind of it doesn't feel too forced but it feels a little forced. a little bit i didn't i really i never really liked how he looked in that or in this movie. I mean, he does look better than he did at uh, at the end of Avengers, but it still just didn't, it didn't look, pro- his face did not look proportional. There is another shot of him actually at the end of Age of Ultron, and I think he looks even better mm-hmm. again, but it's just like, it's interesting these movies because their characters look vastly different because they keep ed- adding to the quality <laughs> and no one seems to care. I don't care. I don't care. But it's interesting. <laughs> I have two words for you. Pelvic sorcery. <laughs> Pelvic sorcery! I always, I really am always rooting for Star-Lord and Gamora. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work out in this movie at all, no. in the first one. But in the second one, it gets a little closer, and then that Infinity War made me... Thing. <laughs> Infinity War made me die. This is so mad. This is so sad. To quote Lord of the Rings. She took a little tumble off the cliff. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Terrible. Killing me. But Gamora is so high strung and she's she's leading the team. And, and she's like, We need to take it we need to take the stone to Xandar. They're the only ones that might be able to contain it. <laughs> Starlord's like, Yes, we could do that. Or we could sell someone who's not <laughs> gonna kill us. give us a lot of money. What do you think of Drax and the first movie. He had some really great lines, but he was also a little stony. Which is which is what he was supposed to be. But 
he he did have an interesting progression throughout the movie of being like a brute loner to becoming really part of the team right even after screwing up so bad (laughs) he screwed up so bad i can't believe that maybe so frustrated but Groot like saved him Mm -hmm. that was great (laughs) into his lung that hurts that hurts me to even think about I feel like Drax is really good in this movie, but he's so much better mm-hmm. as it progresses, especially in Guardians 2. Dave Bautista, he didn't have as much of a break from this movie, but he definitely started getting some big roles, and he did a lot of acting to get mm-hmm. after he got this role to like make him really good, and I, I appreciate that. But yeah, Chris Pratt would have just exploded after this movie. Oh, yeah. Straight to Jurassic, Jurassic World, World, which was just another... It did better than this movie, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But this was my kind of only beef was like they really did well introducing most of the characters but there's this thing I saw online which going back to Suicide Squad I don't know why but it's like the joke that's like um, they completely introduce an entire character in one line and they're like moving on Mm -hmm. because there's like this is Katana she's with me don't mess with her her sword traps the souls Souls. of its victims (laughs) moving on never to mention this again so this is kind of the, it's kind of a similar situation where Drax is like, mm-hmm. who am I? You're Drax, the destroyer. You know why they call me this? And he's like, oh, well, now I'm going to say why they call you this. <laughs> and like, then... It's fine. They but, never say the destroyer ever again. No. But they do really expand on his character in the second movie. As <clears throat> weird as that part is, especially why he's after... Thanos and Ronan and all that. And they make... Or no, I guess that wasn't the first one. Yeah. Make what? What was the first one? Because when they talk about his wife and child, all I can think of is the second one. He talks about them a little bit. In the the first one, that's really his... When I met my wife, (laughs) she wouldn't even tap her foot. We're moving ahead of ourselves here. (laughs) The prison sequence... Was really really great fantastic Phenomenal. that's when that's when they really become a team and sort of even though it, it's a little rushed but not in a bad way well he's like there's that quote he's like i need a quarter x better he's like oh, i'm gonna get that so like, well, i need a fucking quarter x better so figure it out <laughs> we have to get it last or we can get it first and then for a happy battery no, you're moving ahead of yourself. Stop it. <laughs> Quarterback's battery. Parbulary batteries. They're not. No, they're not. I got the controller. Leg. Leg. Oh, you need my what? Yeah, the prison thing that's just like blowing up the whole place. But the the shot where Drax is like, strange being little beast. Throws in the gun. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's Rocket and Groot is such a great relationship mm-hmm. in the first one. I will say it's a different Groot in the first one than the second yes. one. Yes, It's like yeah. an offspring. It's not the same Groot. And I like that because Baby Groot has a different relationship with the whole team. With the whole team. Like the whole team has kind of a relationship with mm-hmm. Baby Groot. While it's in the first one, it's like Groot, Groot and Rocket. Rocket. I know they're ungrateful. <laughs> Stop drinking out of the water. You're making us look unprofessional. 
No, your arms will grow back. Quit whining. Quit <laughs> whining. I think that's the first time in the prison sequence where the um, the big score mm-hmm. starts playing. It's so good. The guy who did this was Tyler Bates. Yes. Love Tyler Bates. So great. So great. So great. Yeah, Brian Tyler did Iron Man 3 and Thor 2. And he, I don't think he did Winter Soldier. But he might have. Uh, I don't think he did. I think, no, Henry Henry Jackman did. Okay. Winter Henry Soldier. Jackman did Civil War as well. Yes. Okay. I just didn't know if Henry Jackman did both. No. But there's a lot of great scores in Marvel. If you, people say that like there's none, there's no Marvel score that you could point out like Star Wars. A, I would disagree. Not only because of Avengers theme, but the Guardians theme, mm-hmm. which is reused and come back to. I do like that they actually keep it. <coughs> Iron Man. Oh my gosh, Iron Man has so many themes. Oh, and, and then like Thor, but I did like that one part. In Ragnarok, I know I'm skipping, skipping a bit, but at the end, they loop all of them together. Really? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because Thor, <clears throat> the Thor 1 theme is never seen again. Until it, at least Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And then Thor 2 is different, but it's okay. It's fine. This, yeah, this trilogy is, I mean, this trilogy is not over. So that makes it interesting with this kind of discussion, because there's so much they could still do with everything. Man, they pulled some heartstrings at the end of the first one. We are Groot. It was just like ripping out one after the other. So it was like, we are Groot. <laughs> and then they, they, they came back to the take by hand. Gamora mm-hmm. stole that. <laughs> and then, take my hand, Peter. And then just when you think you've, you've heard it all, you've seen it all, Peter's mother's gift makes mm-hmm. you cry again. Every time. Oh. I should say that I didn't actually cry this time. I teared, teared up a little bit. But the Just first time I saw him in the theaters, I'm, I'm for sure crying. Mm-hmm. My little Star-Lord. Gosh. Oh, of course, that actually is the best scene before that is when Ronan's like, look at your Guardians of the Galaxy. And then he's like, how? You said it yourself, bitch. <laughs> I love that. So good. So great. Oh my gosh. That's such a great way to like do the name and stuff mm-hmm. because... The Avengers came from either it came from Captain Marvel's <laughs> no. flight name. At least that's as far back as I can mm-hmm. think. Of that or just Nick Fury thought it was catchy. But then Tony made it iconic. Mm-hmm. You damn well sure will avenge it. That was cool. And they did. Several times. Yeah. Howard the Duck. Mm. He's pretty much the only OMG I just noticed. It's not that he wasn't in the movie, but I forgot what he said. Because <laughs> the dog's like licking. He was like, "Why you let it lick your face?" Grouse. Then he drinks. It burns going down. Burns on the way down. But apparently, you said he's in the movie. Yeah, he's in the movie. If you look up in the cages in the ceiling of the collector's layer museum thing. Collection. Collection? <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> but he's up there sitting just in one of the cages. Yeah. Just chilling. And other than that, there was nothing I noticed. Really. Nothing. I always forget that Cosmo the dog is there. I didn't. 
I didn't figure out Cosmo Dog. There is a cocoon. Mm, that people. But then, they, but then for whatever reason, James Gunn's just like, I'm not gonna use this one. We'll, we'll, we'll tease you, but then we're gonna say, oh no, sorry, we're joking. <laughs> um, the only cringe I have is Nebula putting yourself back together. That's it. I think before we move off of this one, another yeah. heartstring that really got to me was um, Rocket um, when he's drunk. Oh, yeah. And he says, I didn't ask to be torn apart and put back together again. Over and over. Over and over again. That, that one hits me close to home because I've had some medical problems myself that just made me feel kind of like that yeah i mean it's it's true he's just rockets like progressing so much and, and then like he'll regress and then he'll shoot back forward yeah i don't think he's necessarily i don't think he regresses in guardians 2 <clears throat> i think it's exactly something he would do really okay that's my personal take yeah before we move on mc connections from the first one infinity stones they Full on explain them in great is, detail. Is this the no? They is this the first time that they uh, actually discuss what they are? This is sort of the second time. Okay. In Thor: The Dark World, when they're talking about the Aether, the Aether, Aether. They always say the Aether, but it's spelled with an A. Anyway, Aether. He says like. There are relics that predate the universe, mm. some some existing stones, and then the ether is like a liquid, ever-changing. It's one of those, like, Odin's like, I know all these things, I don't want to talk about it, moving on. <coughs> but in this one, they really go in detail, they they pretty much they show the Tesseract. Oh, yeah. And the aether, so you know that there's at least, at this point, there are three infinity stones yes. that we know about. There actually was four that we had seen. We just didn't know it yet. The Collector obviously is back. Ronan's back. Well, it's his first appearance, but he came back in Captain Marvel, which we already saw. Which I already saw. Which is cool. And then Korath. It's his first appearance in this movie. But he's also in Captain Marvel. Yes. And he's great. He's in everything. That actor's in everything mm -hmm. right now. He's just killing it. Uh, Thanos and Fam. I put a question mark because there's Nebula and Gamora, but then they always talk about like you were my you were my favorite of or you are the favorite of my children. Oh, no. Well, no, Nebula's saying like of my of Thanos' oh, children. Yeah. I like to least or the best, depending on what time she's talking. And <laughs> I'm like, who's all these other children? Like, is the Black Order his children, or I don't know. We won't see them. We don't see them, no, so that's no. fine. And then the other's back, woo, woo, for five seconds. Then he dies. Which was fine by me. Didn't hurt me at all. Wait, cringe, cringe moment was, that we discussed in the movie when we were watching it. Ronan's hammer in that part. What oh, does it like, do? Oh, what does it do? Yeah, what does Ronan's hammer do? Does it like, yeah, does it shoot air? <laughs> it seems like the rest of the time he uses it as a hammer but it also has magic powers is it like did it did it get crafted in the heart of a dying star i don't think it's that kind of hammer all right we should take a minute in the middle of this episode just say 
We're not. We don't have any sponsors this episode. We just. <laughs> this episode specifically goes out to anyone who's been tased in the face. All right, moving on. <laughs> Guardians Volume Two. Baby Groot and the whole opening, so good. Yes. Mr. Blue Sky, great choice. James Gunn mocapping Baby Groot and how he interacts with the whole team. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I think my favorite part is where, in that scene, is where Gamora, or he starts waving at Gamora and she goes, oh, hi, honey, and then goes back (laughs) to blasting. (laughs) I think that's actually a cringe that I didn't write was that wrote that monster disgusting so funny though yes this movie just really does everything to improve upon the first one Mm -hmm. it's so funny maybe too funny at points continues directly the story which is why we put them together in the Mm -hmm. rewatch because they just follow each other so well even though they take they only take place like six months apart too at most. So that was that's one thing that I do want to say about Guardians 2. I think it is a superior movie to the first one in every way except for the story. It doesn't really seem like that's a con- co- cohesive story. There's a lot of different plot lines going on at once. In the second one? In the second one. And at the beginning I went, wait a minute. What's... what's point of why does it start this way this is a really weird way to open it if they don't come back to the end i don't know why they don't come back to the sovereign yeah the sovereign don't have anything to do for the rest of the movie until the end well they hire yondu And there's the whole thing with the curtain and the music and it's yes, and yeah, the yeah, stops and yeah. they wait for him to get it fixed and then the music comes That's back right. as soon as they start moving again. We can delete all that then. It was just... No, I won't. It was just the... It didn't... You, you kind of knew where the first one was going loosely as in like, oh, we've got to find this and put this back and what do we do? Like... It was kind of centered around a MacGuffin. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think... I don't think the second one's a better movie. I think before I used to think the first one was so much better, but I think they're more of a tie. Mm -hmm. If not, the second one being better. But I think the first one is probably still better if I had to pick one over the other. Okay. I wrote that Chris Pratt's still massive. I had to have a scene with his shirt off, just like Thor. Always. Um, and then Drax is so funny in this movie. Just you know from the beginning that Drax it really makes this movie. He really does. He's the funniest part of this movie. Mm-hmm. The cold horribly batteries. I have been saying that like five times a day since we watched this. I don't even remember what the batteries are originally called. Neither do I. <laughs> So yeah, I wrote some of his I wrote harbulary batteries, and then there's the part where the guy's lighting. He's like, who's that? He's like, I bet it's the one inch man. <laughs> he just has such comedic timing. He's like, 
You revealed your deepest, darkest secret. You must be so embarrassed. Oh, my nipples. Yeah, he's dead. And he ties himself to his ship with a gun. Die, spaceships! Asteroid field. A quantum asteroid field. That was one thing that I didn't notice before was that, ooh, quantum. Put quantum in front of everything. (laughs) That was like the first time. We get a freebie. Drax is so funny. It's interesting that Rocket and Quill are like fighting over it so Mm. much. But I like that line where he's like, he's like, you'd have to be, Quill, you'd have to be the best pilot in the galaxy. Well, lucky for us, I I am. (laughs) But they're so dumb. They're so Mm. ridiculously dumb. I can't believe it. Is your goal to get everybody to hate you? Because it's working. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of Ego? Were you fooled? Yep. The first time you watched it? Yep. Because I was. Hook, line, and sinker. But I didn't necessarily think Ego was going to be the villain. But I didn't think the Sovereign was going to be the villain either. Because, I mean, they're, they're obscure. But they were, like, too obscure for this. No, the Sovereign are great. <laughs> it was so well done. Mm-hmm. All the gold faces and weird, weird jokes. Hey, Captain, remember that Ow, you should too? <laughs> yeah. She's really great. That's a great actress mm-hmm. and a great choice for that character. She's so good. I have a question. Okay. Is Mantis one of Ego's children? I think your answer was no. I- I cheated and Googled it while we were watching the movie. Um, The actress who played... So there was... What we're talking about is... It can be seen when Ego is doing his evil monologue. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, And he shows him hooking up with one of Mantis's species. But I looked online and it said that the actress said she was but she was mistaken oh yeah i do remember that but james they also asked james gunn in that twitter thing that you were talking about earlier and he left it ambiguous so he didn't say yes but he definitely didn't say no which probably means yes which probably means yes I don't know. It's interesting because he, she said, like, he picked me up on the planet. So maybe she just doesn't know. So who knows? He's gone. So who knows? <laughs> Kurt Russell really sells mm. it as I feel like he definitely, even though he's evil as all get out, his he's, personality is similar to, <laughs> to Starlight. Yes. And he really, he really sold that character. He's so good. Fantastic. I mean, I heard about some other castings, like Matthew McConaughey might have been considered at one point, but I feel like Kurt Russell was like the only choice. Because he's he, just... He also has a very iconic and just boisterous voice that fits the personality of someone you would expect to be called Ego. The living planet. But it's interesting, he has like that comedic timing at first to kind of warm up to him mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, your father, you always want to be... Excuse me. Take this. Zardu Hasselfeld? <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts in the when the first time we watched it. 
I actually watched this first time with you. This was one of the first ones, yeah. This yeah. Was, it was early 2017, which was right when we started doing the... We had like a tradition where we would see... We'd make a group chat for every Marvel movie. Like how we were going to find a time to see all of it together. We went out to the... The, the big, the big the theater. Big theater. It was super fun. Our state, which will name. We yeah, our <laughs> state, which will remain nameless. <laughs> we had to sit in the second row though. No, oh, that was horrible. That was rough. And then I saw it again. I actually saw it again at the Dollar Theater. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Not the one here though in town. Oh really? Back at home, yeah. Oh gotcha, gotcha. It was so fun. That Dollar Theater's gone. Dollar theaters are such a thing of the past. It's really sad. I hope the one here in town doesn't close. Never go. closes. It, so it probably will. But hope not. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, some A funny part was Baby Groot and his mission. Yes. So good. The best line from that was, tell me you guys have a refrigerator full of human severed toes. <laughs> okay, let's pretend we never had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> it's so funny. Mm, is it time to do the, the heartstring section of this movie? I don't know. Well, I'll go ahead and say it now. What do you think this one has the more like tugs at your heartstrings or the, uh, the first one? I think the first one has about four or five. Mm-hmm. And this one has. It's like more continuous. Mm-hmm. This is at least. There's at least five on this one. So I guess they're tied. But I would say, okay, I'm gonna add one and say this one wins. Okay. This one has six. Because the first one for sure for me is Yondu just going at Rocket and he's like, mm-hmm. I know you because know you're me. He got me. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Oh, we gotta talk about the when he gets his new fin. Oh, that was one of the most BA scenes I'd ever seen. And they get into the, then they get into the camera room and Rocket's <laughs> shooting through the, the doors, doors. The music. Oh, it's so good. And such a great select song selection. Oh, my God. Super great music. Anyway, that's my first one, Heartstring. The next one was, there might be more than this, but Drax got me really bad when Rocket... They get up there and they they're leaving Quill behind. Mm. Like they decided that he's they're like he's not gonna make it, and he's screaming into the radio like Rocket, where's Quill? Rocket and like the music Tyler Bates the music mm-hmm. swelling and and Gamora's about to go back for him and Rocket. Taser, I enjoy the small things in life. Like how much this is gonna hurt. So that's not what he said. That was first movie. But that time he was like, yeah, I'm not losing more than one friend. I'm counting that together with Drax. Mm-hmm. But that got me so bad. Because I was like, he's not going to die, is he? No. Like, maybe not. Part of him dies. And then the whole battle between Star-Lord and Ego is awesome. But the part at the end where Ego's trying to stop it, he's like begging Star-Lord mm-hmm. to stop it. And he's like, if you, if I die, you'll be nothing. You'll be mortal. And he's like, what's so I mean, and then there's also, like, the part that really insinuate or sparks the whole fight when he goes, it it was just a shame that I had to kill her. Yeah. That gets me 
every time. I never want to jump into a movie and kill someone so bad. It's so hard. And it, we've said this, but Star-Lord has regressed in character very much. So he's such a great hero at the end of this movie. And it really frustrates me that he was kind of a punchline for the end of Infinity War and mm-hmm. all of Endgame that he was in. So I really hope he comes back in a better way for Guardians 3 because that was so frustrating. Especially if it's his last outing as the character. I don't know if the... No, I don't want to think about that, but yeah. <laughs> well, they're saying they're like, oh, James Gunn, his last one is Guardians 3. I'm like, well, Guardians 3 is probably going to be the last one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do it with Guardians 4. It's not like Thor or Ragnarok where they can keep going. <laughs> Like, Thor 4 makes more sense than, or as, as I should say, 4. <laughs> Thor. 4. Thor, Love and Thunder. That's what the movie's actually called. Wonderful. Another another heartstring. He was your father, but he wasn't your dad. He wasn't your father. That was your day. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, he was your father, he wasn't your daddy. And then the whole line with Yondu's funeral from mm-hmm. from chris pratt doing not chris pratt star lord doing the funeral where he's saying sometimes the thing you've been searching for your whole life is right by your side all along you don't even know it that's a mm-hmm. big like moral for this movie mm-hmm. kind of that's the idea that's getting behind is that yondu kept saying that he was just because he wouldn't didn't want to admit that he was sentimental but he was saying he's like small is good for thieving mm-hmm. but he really was after delivering so many children to thanos he couldn't do any i mean not thanos ego he couldn't do it anymore but that's so many children star lord is the other children <laughs> yondu delivered so many children. children that's so many maybe he didn't do all of them that's terrible though and of course it would be like kurt russell to get around like that <laughs> yeah. but his yeah his funeral and then the ravager funeral mm-hmm. got me too see i like the the small part there was there was not a lot of talking, but they did the song that they played over um, the funeral, and then with Baby Groot wanting to listen to Star Lords, and then Zoom, Zoom, and then later, because you know, part of one of the comedic things and that they that they carried over from the first Guardians movie to this was. Groot and Drax's relationship but then it's just kind of a weird relationship <laughs> but then at the end where the last shot we see is of baby Groot falling asleep on Drax I really like that part yeah I did like that part too Ugh, so sad it was so good and there is so many end credit scenes in this movie. <laughs> they went as much overkill as possible. It was crazy. But I think I think I think the third one will be good. I think so. But I don't know what they're gonna do with Gamora. I don't understand. I don't part of me wonders, like, did they even give James Gunn a heads up? Because he obviously had a direction he was wanting to go after guardians 2 oops, sorry after guardians 2 did they tell him that hey we're gonna kill her off i feel like he had to have known okay he did the writing for he did some of the writing input and there was another producer credit for that's Infinity true War that's true and Endgame, which are such amazing movies mm-hmm. 
But they didn't do a lot for the Guardians team. Nope. But I like that they were in there. Actually, did a lot for Gamora's character, I feel like. Her relationship that, with Thanos. That mm-hmm. was crucial for Infinity War to be good. I wouldn't say... I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this yet, but I still don't think that Infinity War is better than Endgame. Okay. Some people are saying that Infinity War is better than Endgame. No. I, I'm with you on that one. I think Endgame is better. But yeah, is Adam Warlock going to be the main villain? Is he going to be another villain? And who's going to play him? Yeah. I, I I'm pulling for Zac Efron. Oh my gosh. I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think Zac Efron would be actually really good. As as much as I hated to s- hate to say that, or I used to hate to say that because I could not stand Zac Efron, but then Greatest Showman really changed my mind on him. Oh, really? And how he could... Because before that, the only thing I knew him from was High School Musical. <laughs> You should watch Charlie St. Cloud. Oh, I forgot about that. If you that. want to cry, but want to see a good Zac Efron movie, you should see Charlie St. Cloud. Mm-hmm. He's super great in that. And then 17 again. It's comedic, but it's it's good acting, too. MC Connections. There's mentions of Infinity Stones and Connections to Volume 1. That's it. That's really <laughs> it. That's this, And it really... That's one of the beauties of this movie, is it really does stand on its own. It doesn't need, not that correct, using the other movies as crutches are bad, but it does really well by itself. I think they kind of, James Gunn didn't probably want to connect the ass at all the first no. one, but he was such kind of, he wasn't a wild card necessarily, but I think they were kind of like, you can do whatever you want, please put these ideas into the movie. And he says, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. But in this movie, they're just kind of like, do whatever you, <laughs> like, you did so well, just give us a great sequel. A lot more creative room, and it really worked out. And that's what this is, is a great sequel, which is... Everything we want. Oh, yeah. It's the Empire Strike Back to New Hope for this movie. Like, it's really well done. I wouldn't say it's as over-the-top better, but it is really good. And it's it's really... It's hard for it to be better because the first one is so good. And the third one, I really don't want to be let down. I'm Mm -hmm. just really going to have no expectations going in. I'm going to probably love every second of it. Oh, yeah. These movies are some of the best of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, hands down. So it's it's really funny that you get the kind of the low points that were Iron Man three and Thor two, and they are the lowest of the MCU, followed directly by Winter Soldier and Guardians, which are arguably the highest some of the highest points and then you go to age of ultron which is still a great movie I, 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 age of ultron is good, good movie <laughs> it's a good movie and then ant-man and dr strange oh it's just it's mm-hmm. all all fell from there it's so good which soundtrack is better hmm in my opinion the second one is because that's that's the one I can sit through and listen to without the context of the movie, and I won't skip any songs. Interesting. Whereas in the first one, it has some bigger names, and it has some more well-known songs, but there's also some songs that I really just don't care for, except for in the concept or context of the movie. I hate the song Cherry Bomb. Oh, really? But in the movie... It fits so perfectly with that scene. I thought Cherry Bomb was in the second one. No. Cherry Bomb is oh, in the yeah, first yeah, one. Oh, yeah, Cherry Bomb is in the first one. That um, during, really the, well. <laughs> during the slow-mo. The, the slow-mo the run slow-mo. that's supposed to 
go against the, it's definitely the ultimate <laughs> the Avengers. Like, there was no other meaning for that, no. and it was perfect. Everybody's yawning. Everybody's yawning. Oh, <laughs> Scratching so themselves. The only reason, it, the only way it would have been better was Monster Zing style, if they all tripped over each other. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I'm not doing a Pixar rewatch right now. No. Nope. Man, would it be good. It'd be... I, I couldn't do it because there's several of those that I just will not watch. The Gazebo Effect Season 7. There we go. I'll throw that out there. If we get to Season if we 7. we get to Season 7. It's unlikely. <laughs> we did Season 7. I will do a Pixar rewatch. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, you can hold me the to that. The internet too. will hold you to that. Our uh, fans. All our millions of fans. <laughs> our watchers. Our are watching. Among our hundreds of ceiling fans. And our millions of fans. There's not even... You thought I had a ceiling fan in this room? Joke's on you, punk. Um, OMG. Done. Done. Moving on. Cringe. Not the hair. The hair is good. <laughs> I approve of the hair. I have a couple of cringes. I guess the interdimensional monster was gross. Robot prostitutes. <laughs> Moving on. All of the, um, I'm titling the, when they're jumping like 50 yes. jumps at a time, I'm titling it the YouTube boot jumps. <laughs> That's actually what I was going to say. Which, that whole montage, it makes me laugh every time. Even though they look absolutely ridiculous. And that's so also where part one of the Stan Lee cameo is. And that's great. I love that. They did some really... I mean, this is the big Stan Lee cameo. The second one is where they came out with... He might be the same person in every single movie. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't work out. But it's still awesome. Still love it. Man. Any other thoughts about the Guardians movies? Dark Horse? For which one? Do the first one, then the second one. Or we'll, do the, we'll both do the first one, then we'll both do the second one. Mm. Oh. First one. I already know what your second one's going to be, actually. Or do you? I do. Oh, you do? Okay. I feel like it's a no-brainer. But if it's not, I'll go with it. But if the first one... The first you can one. go with anyone in a mm. team of movie, by the way. Mm -hmm. I should say that. Because anything's on the table. I'd have to say Groot in, in the, the first, first one. one. Because that's honestly his high point. <laughs> like, not yeah. that not that we don't love baby Groot. Not that we don't love... Well, we don't love team Groot. But this massive Groot is where it's at. He's classic Groot. Classic. The first one, I'm going to say... I'm between Rocket and Gamora. I'm mm. going to go with Rocket, though. Actually, yeah, I'm going to go with Rocket. But I'll change it depending on the second one, what your answer is. Well, the second one, my first choice, my no-brainer would have been Drax. Okay. But the more I think about it, and especially since we've rewatched it, i got to go with Kraglin. He was so great in this movie. Cracklin is a great dark horse choice. Too. Uh, I was just thinking you could get a pretty necklace to make all the girls go woo, match match necklace. <laughs> I will find every instrument of death. I should say, okay, I'm gonna actually change the first one to Peter Quill because I want to throw him out there, even though he's amazing in this mm -hmm. one. So good. 
And then for the second one to pick a to pick a dark horse, I'm gonna go with Nebula. Ooh. She's such an annoyance. She's so good in the second one. Mm-hmm. But there's she's just, actually just flat out psychotic. I'm pretty much only saying like these dark horse choices mostly because I really can't. They're all so close. Mm-hmm. I just I'm just throwing out an answer because it's not that I don't have an answer. That's uh, although I can pick any of them. Now that you mention it, that's another like. For the second one, I could for the second one. one, that's another. Since we're talking about Nebula, that's a like a more minor heartstring that I feel like they pull is when they're fighting when she and Nebula are, or Nebula and Gamora are fighting in the cavern, and she at the end she just goes, "All I wanted was a sister." That always, that always kind of resounded with me. And that they carry that to the end of the movie. And that tells you a lot about how terrible Thanos is, too. It, it, it's a small MCU connection, mm-hmm. but it really... It does a lot to bring you to Infinity War. I mean, this came out one year before Infinity War. Oh my gosh, it did. It felt like forever between the two. <laughs> That's just, we were so hyped for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And it didn't disappoint. I mean, no, it, it did, did disappoint. Not. The story disappointed me. We're all mad, but it did what it was intended to do. He did what he said. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Cole, thank you for joining me again. Of Cole course. will return, but not for a little bit. He not gets a little a break, which is probably much deserved at this point. <laughs> but Cole will return. He's going to be covering Spider-Man and Black Panther. Oh, yeah. With me so it'll be super fun thank you all for listening please subscribe if you love the content a little um kind of telling you where we're at right now david and luke are really busy in life they just david's got a lot going mm-hmm. on uh, big events and that kind of thing he's working on lots of summer stuff going on too so they're working on the the philosophy series but the star wars historians the episode is going to be a little more sporadic we might be doing some other stuff. The MCU watch isn't going anywhere. We're going to keep going. I got too many movies to stop, take a break. But yeah, so they're going to be coming back, but it's going to be a little more slow for here for the next few weeks. But that doesn't excited. mean the content will be any slower. No, the content's going to be great. <laughs> they they want to take their time really doing their research with it. And so that's kind of where they're at. But thank you so much for listening. Please don't be afraid to engage with the social media. We love hearing back from people about how they loved a joke or <laughs> some <laughs> terrible jokes as me and Cole are pretty bad. Tell some pretty terrible jokes, but oh yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe. Have a great day, night, 